Welcome to the Potter's Hour with Prophet Nanaseo Pukusakode, the senior pastor of the Well Prayer Center. Prophet Nase is passionate about God's people living a victorious life through faith, holiness, prayer, and fasting. And now, today's message. I was thinking about something today. I was studying. I said, Lord, what a generation do we find ourselves? That right in our eyes, prophecies are being fulfilled. Spoken thousands of years. Very unique generation. In Matthew chapter 24, verse 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. Jesus said something prophetically 2,000 years ago. As he sat upon the Mount of Olives, his disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us, when shall these things be? When? At that time, nothing has happened. And what shall be the sign of that coming? So the key thing is that whilst the man is not gone, he has told them I will be coming. I will die. I will be buried. I will rise again. I will ascend to heaven, but I will come. None of them bothered them. The dying didn't bother them too much. They didn't even believe he would die. The burial and the resurrection, but their key thing was that when are you coming? Somewhere they believe that he's going to come. And of the end of the world, it means that one day this earth will end. There is a planet we live called Earth. The leasing is ending. I said three, four, five, six, seven. Look at it. This is what I was meditating on today. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. It means that within that there will be a lot of deception. Mm. Mm. It's happening in our eyes. That's what I want to preach today. But let me give you this an appetizer. It's happening. I said, take heed. Be careful that that time you will not be deceived. Okay, let's see what Jesus said. This is not Paul. This is not Peter. This is Jesus. For many shall come in my name saying, I am Christ. And shall deceive many. Now, I'm surprised about those who were deceived because the person that came, if he's from Ghana, does he look like Christ? Yeah. <laughs> but somewhere, somewhere they believe. And you could see that the deception, the orchestration of the deception has been going on for long from Hollywood. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There are Christians with pictures of white people in their room thinking it's Jesus. Yes, and it's a Hollywood actor. Yes. Look at your neighbor I know you have one. Tell the person, I know you have one. There is a picture of a white man, Hollywood actor in your room. I don't want to come to where you are. And some of you, when you are going to church, Jesus, thank you very much. Please, I'm going to see protect Hollywood. Most of the people who acted those movies, they are not born again. Now let's see what happened here. Verse 6. Watch this. Ye shall hear. Look at the prophecy of you shall hear of wars, rumors of wars. See that it be not trouble. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Not yet. Let's watch something here. <laughs> it's not yet that some it won't come home. Watch it. It means that when you hear Ukraine versus Russia, it's not the end, but it means that the end is close. Watch this. For nations arise against nations, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines 
and pestilence and earthquakes. So four things, wars, famines, pestilence, earthquakes. So when you hear, oh, coronavirus, pestilence. <laughs> when you hear Turkey earthquake, it's happening in our eyes. Did I say, Lord, this thing is just, this is a generation. Don't tell me they have over been wars. Now, listen, if you go back to the history, 20th century is determined as the century of wars. People have fought wars. It is within 20th century that first and second world war happened. The difference between those wars and the other wars is that the other wars didn't have ammunitions of mass destruction. Now, there are, there are ammunitions now, now, that if it's triggered, it can wipe the whole world. Dangerous biological weapons in our eyes is happening. But many of you are living as if Jesus won't come. <laughs> now let me say this and change gear. One day, I was sitting on one of the international media and I was watching and they were talking about tsunami. Which one is dangerous? The hurricane and the tsunami. Which one is dangerous? The tsunami. The meteorologists were talking about tsunami that is going to come. Watch this. And it's giving an assignment. It's coming. It's going to it has read this part of it. I said, how do you know? Equipments. And Sally, around the Philippines, you could see this thing carry story buildings. You could see lift up hotels. Heavy trees. It means that the meteorologists can warn, but they can't stop it. Those of us who are preaching the holiness, we are spiritual meteorologists. We can only warn you, but we can't stop it. Jesus will come back. The problem is not a cameo. The Holy Ghost is going to rapture the church. Those who stand in the book of life, who are living righteously for Christ. After that, there will be seven years of tribulation. Judgment. The Bible says, such as the world has never seen or will ever see. So, I say, if these meteorologists can give us a thing, they can only tell us. Now, that means that they can only warn you to relocate or find yourself somewhere or prepare to escape, but they can't stop the storm. So, we can only warn you, but we can't stop the coming of Christ. Wow! Slap your neighbor by the shoulder and say, Wake up, wake up. Tell the person, Wake up, wake up, wake up. Let's stop the politics. Let's stop the spiritual politics, unnecessary superfluity of naughtiness. Because lives are swept into hell. While we are passing by them without telling them about Christ. 
No generation is spiritually barren like this. We don't be souls. Some of you have become born again for years. You don't have any soul going to heaven that your name is on asterisks. That this person entered hell. This person came to heaven through you. It's not there. You don't even, we don't, we don't know. I'm telling you. I used to think about something that say, Paul Dems, in the midst of all the hardship, they were in a boat without raiders. Sometimes shipwrecked for two weeks, they preached the gospel. If Paul had all the equipment we have, how will he, what will he do? John Wesley ride the horse and preach through the whole Britain. We have cars. How many? The, 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 the serious one says, people in the church will live as if I wrote something here. If you have been born again for years and nobody has called you fanatic, it's possible you are not a serious Christian. If unbelievers are comfortable around you, they can go to party with you, drink with you, and converse with you, and they are comfortable. You are not a serious Christian. You are not. Mm. Hallelujah to Jesus. If you have never been accused of being a fanatic, you are not a serious Christian. Because when we became born again, we were so hooked to something. Do you remember some of you used to call us of mommy? Nobody ordained you. But unbelievers ordained you. Your attitude and character showed that. I mean, they call us of mommy. You could see the path in which you are going. Today, people can become born again for three years. We don't even call them as uh, 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 a prapra. We can't call them those things. It's not. No, no, no. People are very comfortable around. Hallelujah. Look at the fornication and adultery. Listen, there are sins going on in the church. Even the world won't try. Do you know something? In the book of Corinthians, somebody slept with his father's wife. And you could see the carnality of the church. Now, listen. Don't measure the spirituality of the church by the move of the prophetic. Or the gift. The Corinthian church was the most gifted church. It was the most carnal church. So never, don't, don't ever measure people's spirituality by the gift they operate. Measure it by character. Godly character. Godly character. It's not a gift. It's not a gift. A lot of pastors are preaching who don't know Christ. They have no relationship or they are dangerous immorals. They will lift their hand. People will find out the power. They will sleep with you until you can't wake up. They are there. If you see any woman standing doing like this, it's a, it's a testimony of what I'm talking about. They don't want to tell you the truth, but if they tell you, you can understand. So everything we say, there are something we there are some things between the person, the devil, and God. We leave it there. We cover it up and we say, This is there. This is a this is a picture. It's a many will be deceived. So it's not an antichrist coming and say, I'm Christ. So huh? people are sleeping with guests and telling them, I'm giving you anointing. Hey. Hey. They said this one, no need to lay it off, it's direct. Yeah. What kind of deception is that? Is that? They're talking. Hey, no, 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 no. I mean, huh? somebody to another politician and say, I saw that guy, I love him more. I love his teaching, but his teaching is too difficult. I don't like to go to his church. Because when you sit there, you are uncomfortable. Yeah. If 
people sit in your church, they are sinners and they are comfortable. Something is wrong with you. Somebody told me something. He said there is a man who goes to a particular church. She never missed church. But she was a drunkard womanizer till he died. He said, he surprised him and said, what are they preaching in that church? Prophecies are being fulfilled in our eye. Amen. Hi. It's happening right there. The Corinthians church, somebody slept with his father's wife and they were giving him fans. Apache Papa, Agodo, Godo. Paul said, hey, when the apostolic anointing descended, he said, I have judged that man already. I have given his body to Satan. This is apostolic judgment. And you know what Paul says? Such a sin is not even recorded in the world. That you sleep with your father's wife. It's a, it's, a, it's a dangerous sin because such a sin, even the word is not counted. Is it first Corinthians chapter 5? Give it to me, let me read from them. If they don't understand, New Living Translation, verse 1. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you. Apostle Paul said, I can hardly believe it. And he said that something that even pagans don't do. So the church is doing things that the pagan idol worshippers don't do. Also, when I scan the system, the things you are doing in the church, the idol worshippers don't even dare it. Today we are officiating weddings with pregnant people. No, they are just hiding. To God be the growth. You know, when I was checking the source of all this uh, insects. And all these things like people slept. You see, if you are not in that room, you understand. Why does father sleep with their daughters? Think about it. The prophetic dimension God gave me was strong. Strong. The subconscious. Baby John the Baptist met baby Jesus. Baby John the Baptist is carried by Elizabeth. Baby Jesus is carried by Mary. They met. And the Bible said the baby sleep. It means that once in the womb, there's a communication. Think about it. If you come to the altar to deceive everybody that you are pure and you are pregnant, eh? and a pastor put you and a, and, and, and a boy together to exchange vow, that pregnant girl is part of the vow. So by the time you finish the vow, she will grow up and born and see his father as his husband. This one is a dimension that you have to be spiritual to. You must have a prophetic insight. So the mother become a competitor inside of her mother. Subconscious. Everything in the spirit comes from. Everything in the natural comes from the supernatural. Don't deceive everybody. You are deceiving yourself. You can do nothing against the truth but for the truth. No, you, you, you have to get in the spirit to understand these things. You have to get into the spiritual. Why didn't God allow Mary to be pregnant with the spermantosia? By the Holy Spirit. Jesus cannot be born by a sperm. Whose sperm is qualified to produce Christ? 
No. So don't tell me what you are telling me. No, 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 no. Don't get there at all. Don't mess around. Abraham married his sister. There was a difficulty in having children. Abraham married his sister. Sarah was his sister. There are different communications and things that are connected. It might not be the only source, but the devil will find something to stand on it to attack. It's just spiritual warfare is needed. In the midst of all the battles we are fighting, we don't want to live a holy life. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. The question, what can make me strong in the Lord? I'm telling you, prayer makes you strong in the Lord. Fasting makes you strong in the Lord. Study Bible makes you strong in the Lord. Don't clap. Study the scripture makes you strong in the Lord. Living a holy life makes you strong in the Lord. Now, all the rest are defensive weapons. Take the, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith. That one is there to prevent external arrows. Mm. <clears throat> but you must be strong to wear them. May the Lord give you understanding. <laughs> faith makes you strong in the Lord. When you are challenged, can you stand the test of time? Amen. Open by 10 minutes, no abre. Open by 2 minutes, no abre. Open by 30 minutes, no abre. You come to each other, people pray, you are a spectator. Are you strong in the Lord? Are you strong in the Lord? So when you are under attack, you go everywhere. You are looking for solution just to come out of that thing so that you can continue your foolishness. So listen, when we come under demonic attack, God's interest is not our deliverance and our healing. He is suspecting us after we are delivered, we will continue and change our ways and continue to serve him. But that's why sometimes it doesn't bring us out quickly. So that in the midst of the trial, we will learn a lesson. Because God's interest is that after you are out, you will not repeat that stupid mistake. Bottom line. And I keep telling you that it's not the sin you are committed that bothers God. It's the one you continue. It's the one you keep repeating. The one you keep repeating. You keep, every Sunday you are born again. Every Sunday you are born again. Because every Saturday you will say. Every Sunday you are born again. Oh Lord. A lot of people that cry. It is a repetition of things. You see them. Fika, fika. Do you know fika, fika? It's crying. <laughs> Lord, Lord, Lord. It means that last week he was born again. Between Sunday to Saturday, he has repeated the sin of last two weeks. So he's under stress. You know something? It takes discipline to sustain grace. It takes discipline to sustain grace. You cannot be a liar and God continue to bless you. No, you cannot be a liar. Hallelujah. Today God told me something. He said, Anybody who can lie to you, ooh, anybody who can lie to you is capable of disrespecting you. You can never lie to anybody you respect. And every liar is a thief. Getting quiet. There's a lot of liars are in the room. Every liar, once you become a liar, you will steal. And once you are a thief, you will learn to lie. The problem is not God bless you. Can, do you have the integrity to sustain the blessing? No. Hallelujah. That's what it is. No. If you lie to somebody, you have lost, you have disrespected the person. You cannot continue to respect anybody you continue lying to. 
So no matter you call me father, if you lie to me, in my spirit, I know you don't have my spirit. I will manage you with a large heart, but I can cut you off somewhere. I won't draw you closer to a certain point. I'll find a way to push you out until I say repentance. Let me tell you something. Heaven is a choice. I know. That is why I was telling my mother, I said, some people, God will bless them. I know the blessing will not last. Because they don't have the character to sustain it. Huh? If people keep accusing you for one thing, this one come and say, you did this, and you see that this one repeated this, this one repeated this. Everybody cannot be wrong for you to be right. So by the time Jackie say you did this, and this one say you did the same, and this one say you did the same, check your life. All of them cannot be wrong for you to be right. That is why we are finding it difficult to live in this generation because faith is not logic. There's no logic in faith. Somebody shared testimony. He said, you bless a communion. I said sometimes, if this person is the reason I bless a communion, it's enough. He went home. His father, sugar level has dropped from, from something to 2.8. I mean, I don't know the points, but you know. He said, two point eight, you are almost a dead person. His mouth has twisted and he's gushing water. Fresh communion blessed. He took it there and mixed the blood and gave it to the father. And he said, instantly, the mouth shifted back. And the dropping of the water stopped. This is just some few days ago. And he said, by the time they go to hospital, the sugar level has come back to 5.6, which is a normal one. What is the logic in mixing? Uh, I didn't know the community the friend is saying. Vimto. It's, it's no logic. Huh? You have one. Hallelujah. You are ready. So that immediately after church, you start drinking. What is the missing? Oh, if you are a logic thinker, you cannot use this. I'm telling you, not everybody even obey what I said. No. no. Not everybody. The father you are in church, that's somebody give direction, you obey it. Jesus' mother told them, whatever he tells you to do, do it. Huh? Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Thank God for those horses. I admire them in the Bible. Because in the history of the world, nobody has fetched water into Coca-Cola bottles at a wedding ceremony. When the drink is finished, we go to Coca-Cola depot. And nobody knows this prophet. You are not one of the popular prophets. The Bible says it was his first miracle. So you have not done one. After Jesus rose, raised Lazarus from the dead, if you go to any party and say, fetch water, all water will get finished. But that time, nobody knows him. So the principle is that they just have to obey a prophet they've never heard. Compare them to your generation. Does it make sense? It is possible people are dying and sick in the chair because they are disobeying prophetic directions. And instructions direct from the altar that proceeded from the true room of God. It's possible. It's possible. 
It's possible from Friday to now. Some people have never taken communion. Never. And if something hit them, they will still come to the place and say, pray for me. It's never. Yes, I told you that obedience is a defense. Tell your neighbor, do you want to walk by faith? I have a message. I call it the madness of faith. Does it make sense? Every serious Christian oppressed sometimes in the way. Listen, every serious Christian, every serious Christian oppressed sometimes in a way that is not logical. If you are a serious Christian, you will do things that doesn't make sense. Every serious Christian. Some people say invitation card before fiancé came. Every serious Christian will oppress sometimes in a way that is not logical. They don't have a visa, they bought a ticket. Mm. Every serious Christian, every serious Christian operates in a way one day that is not logical. <laughs> ask your neighbor, are you a serious Christian? Uh, ask them, ask them, don't be afraid, don't be afraid, ask them. <laughs> the problem with many people is that they are too educated to see sense in what God is doing. Can I say that again? The problem with many in our generation is that they are too educated to see sense in what God is doing. Too educated. Amen. You are too sensible to walk by faith. No, you are too sensible. God cannot use you. God can use you. Your logic-mindedness will not let God line up with you. No way. It can never work. It can never work. If you are logical, you go and borrow money instead of commanding Five loaves and two fishes to feed 20,000. Logic-minded people cannot do that. Let me tell you your problem. Do you know a lot of you have given faith? You are a giver. Pay your tithe. Pay your first fruit. Give every tithe. Every special offering you are there. It took me 20 years. In fact, almost. Because between 18 to 22, for God to show me that son, you have a giving faith, but you don't have receiving faith. So you can give and not have faith to receive. That is why even though you are a giver, you have a lot of money stored in heaven, but the process to bring them down, when there's any financial hardship, you go and borrow. The borrowing is a sign that you don't even know your money is in heaven. The receiving faith is more difficult than the giving faith. Because the giving faith can be motivated by emotions, but the receiving faith, the receiving faith must be rooted on the word. And that one, even when, 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 when it delays, you stay till it manifests. Every serious Christian, every serious Christian, every serious Christian operate somehow in a way that is not logical if you're a serious christian you will start a business without a capital you will do things hey everybody will think you're a mad person my goodness a, a, a woman sent me a testimony said that they did a surgery and it was cancer and after that i have to go and do radiotherapy and chemotherapy and i told the doctors i'm not going to do it the doctor said you have to do it he said no he said what i just i'm going to do faith therapy this and they say immediately after the surgery he came to protest every serious christian operates in a way that's not logical 
<laughs> Amen. Let me give you a little advice before I continue. Listen, stay in the ark. Be part of God's people. Because in the midst of tribulation, you know how to rescue his people. Potter's R is brought to us by Potter's Dube Mineral Water. For more purchase, call 0274-009933. Thank you for joining us on the Potter's R. We believe you've been blessed with today's message. Join us same time tomorrow for the continuation of this message. To order for this message and other messages by Prophet Nase Pukusakode. And for all inquiries, call these numbers. Plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Miojo Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra. Ghana. We invite you to worship with us at Potter City Mutual Prom Prom Road. Weekly service, Tuesdays, intercessory all-night meeting, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Wednesday, teaching service, 5.45 p.m. to 8 p.m. Thursday, breakthrough hour, 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Friday, mega all-night service, 10 p.m. to 4.30 a.m. Sunday morning, empowerment service, 8.20 to 11 a.m. God bless you. This is the power.